Media ministry is a big deal these days, and William Carey University is in the thick of it. That's right, and if you did not know, we have three Baptist colleges in Mississippi. That's Blue Mountain, MC, and William Carey University. We will have future episodes of the other schools, but today we wanted to highlight a new program at Carey that is hands-on in the and helping equip Mars leaders in church media. Within the music department at William Carey, they have a degree that's called Worship and Technologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Harden and Andrew Shelton lead this program. We called up with, we called up with them recently to hear the details of the program, so we're going to jump into our time with these guys. All right, we're so excited today to be joined by two guys down in Hattiesburg, Mississippi at William Carey University. Andrew Shelton and Brandon Harden. Maybe I should have said Brandon's name first, right? You're the no, boss of Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm going to read this from your website. You tell me if your titles are wrong. Yeah, uh, right. I know you guys personally, but I'll always call you by your title. Assistant Professor of Music and Coordinator of Worship Studies is Brandon Harden. Andrew Shelton, you're the Coordinator of Worship Technology and Thomas Fine Arts at William Carey. Is that mm. official? Yes, and now instructor of music because I have my master's. Yeah, so that, was added, yeah, yeah. that was added on. Yeah, good very, deal. Very good. Fancier. Very good. What else can we get him to do? Now. Let's just add something yeah. else to him. Oh, that doesn't even good. include all the stuff we actually do. That's just a title. <laughs> yeah. Don't know how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, to just jump into the topic, you guys are in the thick of it. We are in the middle of a trimester season. And so you all do the trimesters at William Carey. I got to remind myself of that, mm-hmm. which is a good thing, right? Y'all have different we schedules love and so forth. You love it. You own it. Yes. And so set it up for us across the state. So leaders across the state, hearing you maybe for the first time about what's happened at William Carey University and your music department, you have a worship technologies concentration program. So what is it and how long has it existed? I'll just toss that to you guys and... See what you yeah, say. so <clears throat> before I came in 2020, uh, they had the vision here in the program to, to launch a worship technology degree because of the great need. As you guys, I'm sure you know, the great need across our state and country in the area of technology in our churches. And we weren't training people. There was a void there that needed to be filled. And so we mm-hmm. launched that degree back in 2020. Uh, we've gotten, you know, it's this is the third year of the degree, but we do have a few graduates out so far. We're really excited about what's going on here. Hmm. That's awesome. So worship technologies. So I'm not a worship guy <laughs> nor a technology guy. So You're tech savvy. explain that to me. All right. So <laughs> I would call it a broad-based uh, degree that covers a wide range of technology that doesn't necessarily specialize. You're not coming here to get a uh, production degree where you go in the mm-hmm. studio and you're doing final, but you'll get some of that. Yeah. You're not going to go and be a master lighting technician for a theater, but you'll get some of that. Um, same gotcha. thing you said with, uh, you know, camera work, editing work, pro tools, uh, all those sorts of things. You're going to get a little bit of a lot of areas mm-hmm. so that you're well-versed and you have a strong uh, foundation, a strong base to build from. And no matter what setting you go to or, or what, um, what your interests are, yeah. Uh, you'll be you'll be equipped for that. Yeah, man, that makes sense, does it not? I mean, especially in the world that we live in today, your worship leader obviously needs to know music, right? Yeah. <laughs> you hope, you hope <laughs> a little bit anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the church world today, uh, when it comes to worship leadership, is so technologically heavy. 
Uh, and I know a lot of guys probably just do it by the school of hard knocks, right? They just get yep, out and learn it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, definitely how I did it. Day one, my first full-time job, VBS, I was doing all of the tech and media for our church's VBS, 300 kids showing up. And I'm yeah. like, I don't even know what all these knobs do. <laughs> and so, yeah, hard knocks is the long way to do it. And hopefully yeah. here, and I know Andrew will speak to this uh, soon, uh, our students are getting hands-on. Uh, they're getting experience their entire time here in various settings, plus the training they're getting in the class. Yeah. Um, and the degree is a is an actually a music degree. And so they're trained in music as well, because you, I mean, if you're going to be running sound, you need to understand music um, frequencies <laughs> sure. and, and all those sorts of things. So they're getting a music degree um, with a specialization in worship technology. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you're so right. If you don't understand what's happening on the stage, how can you mix that, engineer that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So uh, what what um, what does your facility look like to accommodate this degree? What, some, what are some things y'all have done around your, your space to, to make this a, a great program? Okay, so our most recent thing was the studio. But including mm-hmm. the studio, we have a new broadcast studio that's included in this, which was a separate funding for it. But We've included live streaming and live switching and another room for live audio for that stream. So we're actually sitting in that room right now mm-hmm. doing this recording, but I'm looking at two flat screen TVs that we installed, one for audio and one for broadcast. So one section has a switcher for um, broadcast and then one for audio. Now, the students lead this stuff. Um, recently, in the, like, the, the past year, I was behind usually the switcher or the live um, stream audio console, but now it's all student led and student based. Mm. They're actually being the ones thrown into the water, putting their hands on the gear and learning it. Cause that's how I learned. Um, when I was here, I was just like, you have to put your hands on the gear. You can't, I'll, I usually let them sit behind someone and shadow them for one week. And it's mm-hmm. like at the end of it, <laughs> Hey, you're up next week. I hope yeah. you watch cause you're, you're, you're trial by fire now. Man, what you are saying is just mind blowing to a lot of our leaders in the state right now. Just to put just to put the perspective to it, there are a majority of our churches are very small, mm-hmm. and so yes. a lot of what you're saying is just like, "What you got? What? <laughs> yeah. I don't have near that at my church." But the fact that you have a student coming in there that can get their hands on that is is very incredible. Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing about it, and it's. You know, each student learns quickly what they love and what they don't like. And I try to emphasize that you need to do the stuff that you don't know the most about. Like being on that gear that you're not familiar with is going to make you stronger in what you do. Um, Now, there is some some instances where like a lot of engineers that we have for audio, they're an engineer for that group. So when that group performs in chapel, they're the first person to take front of house audio because they're usually the traveling technician for that group. So they're going to know that group the most. Mm -hmm. Um, Now for worship choir, we have four technicians that travel with the group. So they were the first ones to pick and choose which um, station they want to work. And then usually I go through a list and just start spraying them out. It's like, Hey, you haven't worked this in two weeks or three weeks. Let's put you on this today and then move forward. Yeah. You want to speak to all of the positions and things that we've got going on with cameras and all that? Kind of yeah. Stuff? So like I said, we have a front of house console. So that's a D live console. If you're familiar with those, um, we have a lighting console, which is the ETC ion, which is more mm-hmm. based around the theater world. Um, mm-hmm. I personally don't like it because it's based around the theater <laughs> world. It's not easy for worship setups and 
definitely not easy for a volunteer. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't recommend it. Um, we use ProPresenter 7, so mm-hmm. that's a standard. Um, our video stuff, we use a Blackmagic 4K um, uh, production suite, which is just eight channels of video. And we have three Panasonic 4K cameras and one PTZ that we rarely use. It's just for an evade or um, just to see what's going on on the stage from a top view. Um, with that, uh, we go into the broadcast studio, which is the switcher is actually down here. And then live stream audio is also down here. But um, as you're as you're saying some of that, it's not necessarily the brand or the you know the level of equipment. It's the concepts they're learning too, right? Definitely. You, you talked about ETC and the lighting board, and I agree with you. You know, maybe it's more theatrical, but it's the concepts, right? You gotta yep. you gotta learn the elementary. Those of us that learn just by being thrown in the fire, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you check out blogs, articles online, you may not know the real way to do something. So if you know that concept, you can carry that within any type of equipment, you know, audio board or so forth. Yep. Well, and like my personal experience, every audio engineer should start on an analog board mm, true. because of like just the concept behind it. You need to know where to listen to EQ when you're EQing a voice or an instrument, because as soon as you go to the digital aspect of it and you're able to see it, it's mm. not going to make it any better if you don't know what to listen for. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So another, what, what, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say another exciting part um, that we've, we've almost had the ribbon cutting for um, is our, our new studio, Tuscan studios, um, which we um, were able to do through donor funding. And mm. we've been very excited about that. If you've ever been on Carrie's campus, it's in what used to be called the dungeon. Um, it's underneath the auditorium seating, um, which was previously some classroom and office space. And mm. there's still office space down here, but we converted um, one office space into a, uh, a capture room, like a medium sized uh, recording capture room. And then another one in a control booth slash uh, learning lab, sound lab, which has six different stations. And like you were talking about with the concepts, each station is different size, different form factor. And so they have to apply the concepts in different ways at different stations. So each each station has a mixer of some size from 64 down to, you know, a single fader, uh, doll software kind of stuff. And um, so everybody's getting lots of varied settings. So they, you know, ultimately, if they leave to go serve in a church, no matter what the church has, they'll be able to plug in and instantly know what's going on and not have to have a time of, of, um, you know, getting used to the equipment. Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, Tanner mentioned, you know, our churches are varied. I mean, we have 2,100 or so, and, uh, you know, you do have, you do have some of these churches that, uh, that speak the language that you've been talking about. Honestly, I've been completely lost, but, but that language, you know, when you're talking about all the theater lighting and the big soundboard system, that sort of thing, we do have some of those, but we also have, we have those churches like what you're saying, you know, they've got a 32 channel board mm-hmm. that actually is probably analog, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah, uh, because that's what they're dealing with. Lots with. of dust on it. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and there's one guy who knows how to run it. And when he's sick, nobody knows what to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, right. uh, so I could see where what you're talking about. Hey, we're we are teaching the uh, we're we're teaching the advanced technological side of these things, but also getting some experience in these uh, smaller board situations mm-hmm. as well. Because a lot of the guys that leave William Carey, 
they're probably going to go into one of those smaller board situations, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's yeah. that's huge. I'm glad to hear you guys say that. Yep. Uh, I think I think that's a, that's a huge point of uh, of your of the program. Yeah, and and something that is unique about our degree, both the worship leadership and the worship technologies, we've got 15 free electives in there um, mm. that allow you to easily get a, a minor or even a second major. So. A lot of these smaller churches, you, maybe you're going to do Christian ministries, you're going to be a pastor, but you also want to get some training in other areas. Well, that's a perfect fit for yeah. worship technology. A lot of people will do a double major in that or even get the worship technology minor. We have several students that do that, that they're going to be, their ultimate plan is to pastor a church, but they want the training in technology as well. Yep. Yeah. And um, actually somebody who's serving at the church where I serve, um, he's my intern. He's also worship uh, technology. Um, He's a minor. And so he's ultimately going to be a pastor, but he's Mm -hmm. running my audio and training my volunteers uh, for for tech. And so it's really a good situation um, for him. Well, you know, whenever I whenever I learned my whenever I earned my uh, master's degree in divinity, we we had to take a worship leadership course. Uh, which I will never forget, <laughs> and, uh, because preachers aren't really comfortable in that mode. But, uh, but I could see where just as a part of your ministry training, that a, a course that deals with technology, like what you're talking about, could be a required course for us guys. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm telling you, I I think there's great value in at least having a knowledge of of what needs to happen in order to turn it on on the back, yep. you know, or something right. like that. So uh, I could see where it would be hugely beneficial just for, for what you're saying, uh, just a Christian ministries guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that could be an awesome help for his ministry as he moves right. forward. Definitely. Yeah, or even somebody who's not going into full-time ministry, but maybe they want to do, uh, they want to go major in history, but yeah. they have a strong interest in technology and they serve, you know, their church currently running their sound. Mm-hmm. They can come and get some training in class and get hands-on and advanced training, and it'll serve them well for the future. That's awesome. As we're talking about this, I'm thinking about the the depth of this program to me and why it excites me, because my background's obviously media, and, and I love that anyway. But I was at a conference this summer that we talked about, you know, degrees, Christian degrees for folks that want to go into media ministry. We have to realize, and you may not know as you're listening, we are lucky to have something like this in our state Mm. where someone, just as you're called to be a pastor, Mm -hmm. called to be a worship leader, someone's called also to be a media minister these Mm -hmm. days. And and this has been a huge topic in the last two years because we've seen the demand for media in the church, obviously. And so, but what's so lucky for us to see this growing here at William Carey is that you have to go far and away from here to find other options. And we don't have to go into that list. It's, it's not very long, but um, I was very surprised to see how it's not offered very often in our nation uh, at a mm-hmm. Christian university to, to basically propel guys into a media ministry. Right. And that's what, that's what excites me. What, what, when it, so when it comes to enrollment and what you're seeing, what, what are you guys seeing in that context, uh, big or small number-wise? I'm not even sure, honestly. So Yeah, so actually it's, it's growing, um, and, and I, was, I guess I'll speak for Andrew here. You don't have to be a major to serve on you know, our tech team and get the experience, um, but our tech team is comprised of mostly majors, and I would say that that, that area is growing, would you say? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we get a lot of transfers from other 
uh, local community colleges and universities. And I think we got like five this year right. that were just mm-hmm. transfers. Right. I would say we have 15 to 20 uh, technology majors and minors right now, um, which considering, you know, two years ago it was zero. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. really strong. Yeah. yeah. And not even on the ministry side of it, there's a lot of like music ed students that are going to be band directors that are very interested in doing mm-hmm. the minor because of like my background is in marching band audio and because like my DCI tours and stuff like that. There's a lot of band directors who see the need of audio in marching band now because that's mm-hmm. what a lot of marching bands are going to nowadays is amplification on mm-hmm. their bands. So a lot of them want to come sit in my classes. They want to be the minor. And they I actually have two that are music ed that are on my tech team. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. So what I, I venture to say that churches in South Mississippi are benefiting a lot from your program yeah. <laughs> on Sundays, <laughs> on the weekends, yes. right? And like the most recent thing is like we I had an intern at Hardy Street and he was just an intern. And now he is a director at a church in Laurel. And he's getting paid a good amount every month, so it's a it's a good program. Yeah, anybody that wants a job, whether technology or worship leadership, can have a job right now. The need is so great in our yes, churches, yeah. um, and I I can't think of any of our majors that aren't serving a church right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they already have a church. You don't have to wait, you know, to get the degree to get a church because of the the need is so great. Yep, I get a phone call just about every single week. Hey. Does anybody uh, want to get hired over here? It's yeah. just like, I'm sorry. we Everyone else is already serving somewhere. So I'm waiting for more majors to come in and start diversing the work, like the workload better. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. There's a, probably a pastor in North Mississippi right now, Pond Talk or somewhere, that's <laughs> yeah. thinking, man, I need one of those guys. <laughs> I need one this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So you mentioned some of the opportunities guys are getting in volunteer and are, are so you've had you've only had a few that's graduated right with a major within this degree right. Correct. So what yes. what are those guys doing? Are they media directors? Are they worship leaders? One of them's right there. So he's a tech director at a university, and yeah. the other one is leading at a large church in in Hattiesburg. Okay, yep. good deal. So like definitely the jobs are open and they're available right as they graduate. Mm-hmm. So with that, it's just a great program to learn from and. And from the experience that I've asked is they they get enough knowledge when they walk out of here. Mm. Yeah, especially right. with now that we have all of our live stream and broadcasting abilities, which we didn't have before COVID, um, it really allows our students to get hands-on work every single week because they're working chapels every week. They're working all of our events mm. as we live stream all of those events. And um, so they're getting a broad-based and I feel like a deeper knowledge than we could have even offered before COVID. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, it's like learning everything that's behind how this works and how the setup works between it and what you can use in your church. Like I'm about to go off on a tangent and explain like Dante, if you're familiar with that and the audio mm-hmm. guys are like, Oh, I know what that is. And then pastors like, what is that? And it's audio over network. And it's just, it'll make your life a lot easier. Like these guys can get in the software and learn how that works. That way, if they get into a church and it's like, Hey, we need to get this, to the opposite side of the building. How are we going to do this? Oh, I use I've used Dante before. We can do it that way, and it'll probably be the best solution for this. So, yeah. knowing and having this amount of gear will have these students and graduates once they finally leave deciding what gear to buy when they go to a church. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the experiences they get traveling with our ensembles, um, of course, uh, worship choir. Um, 
generally typically is in larger churches just because of the size. It takes a larger building to accommodate. And so they're getting those experiences, but then they also travel with our smaller ensembles, which vary from large to small churches. And so uh, we typically will travel with our own gear or some of our ensembles will plug into the gear that's at a church. And so they're, you know, they're really ha- um, getting the mm-hmm. experience um, of being able to being under fire, I guess mm. is probably a better way to put it, <laughs> and having to make stuff work, which happens yeah. in church work a lot, especially mm-hmm. at smaller churches where they've got, you know, eight channel PV, you know, yeah. in a road case mm-hmm. thing, and um, <laughs> everything's running in that. And yeah. Um, yeah. so you just got to figure out how to make it work a lot of times. And I feel like this degree helps students learn how to make things work. Yep. Because that's, that's probably the biggest part of a, I would guess a media director's job is just figuring out how to make things work with what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technology is like, te- great when it works, right? Yeah. There's yeah. always something on a Sunday morning at 7 a.m. that just isn't turning on right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like or you were saying with our traveling groups, um, with it, like there's different opportunities. Like in our auditorium, we have a D-Live, which has like 28 faders on it. So each individual channel is there right in front of you if you have it. Now, some of our gear is just a rack mount mixer and you have to do it from an iPad. Mm. So they learn different ways that they can use this gear easily. And like like I said, when they get in the church, what deciding what is best for the church. And yeah. in some instance, it might be an iPad and just a rack mount mixer that they can just control with that iPad because it's the cheaper option that's all the church can fund for right now mm. and eventually go to that. And then like our marching band group spirit, they have a pre-sonus console that's 12 faders, but it's a 32 channel mixer. It's a mm-hmm. pre-sonus. So it's, it's all in the same ecosystem, but it's just different ways of mixing each ensemble. So they yeah. learn all of that through it. You know, you, you mentioned COVID and uh, it, it brought to my mind. So three years ago, live streaming was something that a few large churches did. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like three years ago, yeah. we, if you mentioned if you mentioned to a rural pastor in Mississippi, hey, we're going to start live streaming, they would most of them be completely lost, right? Not know yep. what you're talking about. But but since COVID, uh, the number of churches that aren't live streaming is is very few, I would think. And so, um, I I think that you guys have hit this uh, at a perfect moment, right? Yes. In the history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've hit it at a perfect moment because all churches are now looking for solutions to this live streaming problem. Right. And and you guys are trying to pump out guys who say, hey, we have at least some history with it and maybe some answers to help. Right. And and hopefully we're equipping them to, to make those live streams better because anything that we yeah. do, especially with church work, we want to do our best. Yeah. And I, I read an article in the middle of COVID one time that was you know, if your church is offering a live stream, you need to watch it, even if it looks like a Taliban, you know, uh, ransom <laughs> hostage video. video. Yeah. I you believe know, you sent that you, to me. Yeah, you, you <laughs> got to watch it. It's your church. And so, yeah. but hopefully we don't remain at Taliban hostage video quality. <laughs> and so, you know, we're, we're sending guys uh, out yeah. that are that are trained to take that to the next level within the capabilities of the church and the finances of the church. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember good. my days of being on one camera at Hardy Street. That was just how it was. And when yeah. COVID hit, it was a big need. And now we have three cameras that are running constantly yeah. and looking to upgrade to more. You know, I, I, I preach in a lot of, um, 
normative Mississippi Baptist churches because I preach somewhere different just about every Sunday morning. Possum Neck. Yeah, Possum Possum Neck First Baptist Church. Possum Neck. So um, a lot of what I see, honestly, with a little bit with a little bit of technological knowledge could help them so much. Like I see a lot of stand with a cell phone on it, right? Yep. And I'm thinking, man, if y'all could just get sound from your board... You, yeah. I mean, just that, and I don't know a yeah. lot about this, but I'm saying if you could just get my voice from the board instead of my voice from the, you know, pulpit, it would help you tremendous. And so there are Mississippi Baptist churches, and I'm sure Baptist churches all over the nation, they need this, <laughs> you know, they really yeah. do need this type of uh, help. Yeah. Yep. And I, and I hate to say this, and I come in from a standpoint that I've done this before, and Tanner's probably done this before, but... Tech guys are very, like, insecure when people tell them that they need to do their job differently. (laughs) Like, if something easier comes up, we're very, like, no, we've always done it this way. Um, We're going to stick to this way, even Mm -hmm. though it's something that can make our lives so much easier. Yeah. And and it's just something, like, we're getting gear that's, some churches, like, it's like, we're used to this gear. We're going to buy older gear still. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way that we need to push forward. We need to push forward, like yeah. taking the time to learn new gear because that can make our job easier. Sure. That's great. Well, and, and you mentioned going back to the timeline, we kind of need to wrap up here, but you started in 2020, which is obviously the year everything just stopped. And so it's great to see coming out of 2020, the needs there and how th- this is continuing to grow and how the, the studio is coming about and your new equipment. It's awesome to see uh, from from our standpoint. So I thank you guys so much for joining us today. I know you're busy. Like you said, it's chapel day that we caught you yeah. to record uh, middle of the week here. But uh, thanks for taking a, a moment just to sh- let us see what God's doing uh, through programs like this at one of our Baptist universities. Absolutely. We're blessed to be here. We really appreciate you having us on. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thanks, guys. And and maybe your new president will be a little upset we didn't get him first on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got you guys. He's him. on the road. He's on the road this week, so you got there an excuse. You go. <laughs> yep. Oh, thank you. This has been so good. I really appreciate it. And we'll have some information in the show notes as, as well as, you know, website so you can see the degree programs and as well as the rest of the music department. And you can get their contact information if you want to reach out to Brandon and Andrew. Thank you, guys, and I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next time on the podcast.